And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello again. Thank you very much there, John Bon Jovial, the legendary John Bon Jovial, whom I'm sure yep. will have uh, <laughs> plenty to share with us as the hour progresses. And uh, actually, actually, you should have, John Bon, jo- John bon Jovial, you should have said, we have an amazing guest today. We have we an have amazing guest. guest today. One guest, an amazing guest. He's Absolutely. a phenomenal guest. He's uh, a miraculous guest. Return He's a marvelous of, guest. Return of Mr. Jan Michael <laughs> Looking Wolf, who's going to be debuting his new album on the show today. And we're really looking forward to that because Jan Michael is a, uh, for those of you who don't already know this, is a uh, an amazing Native American flutist. And uh, he has a beautiful new album I've been privileged to listen to a few tracks off of, and I'm going to get to share them with you the as the next hour unfolds. man is a phenomenal unfolds. talent. He really is a phenomenal talent. He is. Last yeah. time he was on the show, he had one of his protégés with him. And uh, this time, we're going to dedicate the show to his new album right here on the show where every show is an award show. Because there are so many, we decided to make every show an award show and get that out of the way. And this time of year, you can uh, you can readily identify with that. We'll talk more about that in a in a little bit. But first, let's listen a sneak preview. First track from Jan Michaels' new album. This is called Beautiful.
That's not only called beautiful, but it is beautiful. This week's guest, Jan Michael Looking Wolf. He'll be joining us momentarily. Hey, we're Two Steel Girls. And you're listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, thank you, girls. You are beautiful, too. And uh, we uh, definitely got the attention of the people that were sitting back and uh, probably (laughs) as relaxed as we were listening to that beautiful music by Jan Michael. Uh, It can do that to you. I I know I have for a long time loved to use uh, Native American flute music as a uh, as a relaxation and meditation tool. If I need a break, I go in and shut the windows, uh, you know, close the blinds, darken the room down, just kick back, relax with some of that music on, and uh, it, it's it's really, really soothing. What do you think, John Bon Jovial? I couldn't agree with you more. You know, this is a very fast-paced world that we live in, and you just don't have enough time to do anything. Everybody, you always hear, there's just not enough hours in the day. Well, there are. It's just on how you manage that time. And every we once try in a to while, cram too yeah, much into them. Exactly, yeah. And every once in a while, you have to take something like this and just calm down. Just slow down, relax, take a deep breath, and just count your blessings that you're here. And I think yes, this music... And that, that you music have does, what you do have. Yeah, this music does that for me. And that's one of the reasons why I've always liked Jan Michael's music. I agree. I agree 100%. We got to get ready to have Jan come in here and talk with us in just a couple of minutes here on the David Bowers Awards. And this is a special awards week uh, because, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we are in the middle of the awards season. We've had the Grammys and uh, we just had the Oscar Awards. And uh, that's going to be, as a matter of fact, that's going to be our first The David Bowers Award of the Week. It's not totally a music-oriented award, but uh, there are music awards as well as all the other awards, so uh, we can lump a bunch of them into one category and give our first The David Bowers Award of the Week to all of those all of those award shows. <laughs> and that pretty much says it all because... Except us. Frankly... Except us, Except of course, us, which of is course. why we're special. We <laughs> yeah. try to we try to maintain a certain degree of standards, and frankly, and they're low the standards of Oscars, <laughs> Yes, really, but better than none at all. And frankly, the Grammys and Oscars, in particular, all attempts at being PC has just totally destroyed the concept, the ideals and platforms of the major awards. And instead of a normal salute to members of each academy by their peers, they become a farce of who can dress the most outlandishly, who can suck up to the most people, and who can espouse the most popular politically correct cause celeb. They always, always have been self-congratulatory affairs of the elite, but now it's become the norm to use the occasion to get in your political digs and, for the most part, promote liberal views. And, you know, everybody has a right to their opinions. It doesn't matter whether you're liberal or conservative or somewhere in between. But by the admission of many within the circles themselves, it's become a job threat to not support the liberal left in the current environment. 
Now, while everyone has a right to their opinions and positions, they don't have the right to subject the viewers who pay their obscene salaries to be force-fed politics when they tune in to see a celebration. Get the right platform if you want to play politics. The award ceremonies presentation for fans are not the right platform. If you want to play politics, run for office. That's the way I look at it. Exactly. Exactly. We need to get back to the original purpose and not use them as a tool to sell personal opinions. Right now, we're going to give you a tool to relax and listen to some beautiful music. And we're going to be talking with John Michael Looking Wolf in just a few moments, right after we listen to Spirit Wolf.
That's Spirit Wolf from Jan Michael Looking Wolf's new album. And here's the man himself come to join us. Say hello, Jan. Good to have you on board. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? And so glad to have you here. Thank you in advance. Thank you so much for sharing this album and allowing us to share it with the listeners. Jan Michael, I understand that uh, you've been spending the day in the studio today and you've uh, taken a little bit of a break to come and uh, share with us and talk with us for a few minutes. Yeah, there's been a lot of amazing things happening here. And uh, um, it's really good to actually take a little breath because I've been overwrought with technical issues today all day long. You know how those days go. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, we've had a, we've had a few of those ourselves here. We've had our unfair, yeah, we've yeah. had our unfair share. I always tell my colleagues, just put a flute in my hand. That's all I want to do. I just want to play the flute. But, I heard but in that. the modern world, you know, in the, in the modern world, we have to do all these other things, it seems. But, um, but hey, this is a very well, special project, and I really appreciate you guys taking the well, time are, to have me on your awesome show. We are so glad to have you here and to have you share this with us. Tell us about the project. But first off, the name of the new album is? Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. I, I, I knew that, but I wanted you to say it. Tell us about this project. Um, it's a really special, you know, after all of these, all this music I've done, um, in, you know, in this journey with this instrument and, and it's a very special, special recording because I worked with elder flute makers from across the country to make it happen. And, um, there are all, all these guys are in their sixties and seventies and they're amazing artists and flute makers. And, and the idea of the album was that each one of those flutes that they make would have a story with it. And then I would put that story into music and really bringing back the art and the nuance of the uh, Native American flute, you know, bringing back the mastery in that. Right. So, so each of these songs, you were playing a different flute from a different flute maker. Yes. Uh Ah, that's correct. That is that is really really interesting to know, John Bon Jovi. You look like you have something you'd like to toss in. Yeah, Jan Michael, I'm just curious because I've I've now listened to uh, two cuts off of this album, and uh, I think I had mentioned this to you in the past when you were on the show before about the ethereal sound that you get, which leads me to wonder. How old were you and when you first became interested in learning how to play the flute and and what was the um, uh, what was it that pushed you over the over the edge to get you interested in the flute? I mean there's so many other instruments out there that you could play and and, and the flute is from what I understand uh, one of the harder instruments to master. so I want to know what got you there. Well, I've been a musician my whole life, um, you know, from as early as I can remember. Uh, I remember being a young boy, uh, very, very, very young, and curling up my lip and doing Elvis Presley impersonations for my family at like five, six years old and singing, <laughs> singing Elvis. You know, I, I love music my, my whole life. I've, I've absolutely loved it and um, merry musical dancing and and singing and then when i was a young man i i started on the classical guitar and then rock guitar and then i moved on to become a vocalist and a songwriter and then i was on my reservation 
actually as a young man I was dancing and drumming and um, dancing at powwows and, and that's when I found the flute and the flute found me and it was just a very beautiful journey at that time there was no recordings and technical things and rehearsals there was just playing my flute and making medicine with it and and singing from my heart and it was a beautiful journey and then from there it went on to becoming a recording artist and um you know 25 albums later here i am and uh, and here you are it's just been a, been an amazing journey man and 25 albums and a plethora of awards you've uh, i think you've won just about every major award that you could have won uh, have you not it's been pretty crazy. Yeah, I think the last count, they keep updating it, but I think it was 65 hand awards, and um, I won a, a lot of them. And last year I decided, last year I actually made an announcement in New York. It would be the last year, because I'm, I'm going to make music the rest of my life, you know, but it would be the last time I participate at the Native American Music Awards. You know, I won my sixth award there la last year, and I feel like it's time for me to step out of that program for younger Native artists. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the last time that we spoke to you, uh, you were up for an award, and I'm I'm sorry, my memory fails me as to which one it was, but I th I think uh, if it's you, you stepped aside to let one of your younger proteges step up and try to get that award. And uh, how how did that work out? I'm trying to think of which one that was. Um, I've done that a few times. Um, and I'm sorry, I can't yeah, help you with the, I, I can't help. Yeah, I can't help you with a name or anything. But I remember talking about it's that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember too. The, yeah. You were you were talking about the fact that you you were going to step aside. That you felt you had you know you had won enough, and it was time to let somebody else have a shot. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. I remember. I remember remarking. Yeah, and it was what a, it was what a noble idea. Yeah. Well, thank you. But, you know, it's it's easy easy to be noble when you've won them already, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to puff I don't want to puff myself up too much. But um, no, I have I have won six Native American Music Awards, thirty two nominations there, and they've been great. And I just felt like it was time for me to move on to um, you know make room in that genre. That's really the Native American Music Award genre right there, and there's a lot of younger Native artists up and coming, and I really want to support them. There's only so many awards to go around every year, and uh, you know, so I really wanted to support that effort. My my music's still out there, and um, I was just on the on the phone earlier today with the Global Music Award director. I had a I, we submitted Beautiful to that, and some of the other ones, but. But 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 that particular award show, yeah, we stepped aside for the younger Native artists. Let these, it's time for the youth to come up and let the old man have a break there. <laughs> well, I think the old man has earned it, and we're going to talk more about the about your career and this album after we listen to this next track. Tell us a little bit about uh, Butterfly Dreams. Oh, Butterfly Dreams is an amazing track. Um, right when I was recording this album, my mom was in hospice and she was. In, in her last final days. And, uh, so I was able to spend some time with her. Well, I spent the whole last three weeks of her life with her. And, um, so this, this beautiful flute by David O'Neill of rising moon flutes was sent to me for the album with this butterfly, um, beautiful butterfly embellishment on it. It's got all these, it's just an amazing flute. And so 
my mom's really partial to butterflies, so I actually played that flute for her, um, you know, in her hospice room, and and um, it was a very special moment for us. And that's when I actually wrote that song, Butterfly Dreams, and I later recorded it for her. So just one of the special songs on the album. But it really, what what it really talks about is what this whole project is. It's beautiful, and what it is is that like with the butterfly, they go through all these stages of life, and then they're not a butterfly for very long you know, two weeks, the monarch butterfly. And so it's good to enjoy every stage of life you're going through. And then it's also good to be brave and just spread your wings and, and embrace that. You have to be good to yourself. So that's what this is from his newest album. Beautiful Jan, Michael looking wolf and butterfly dreams.
Butterfly Dreams. That's Jan Michael Looking Wolf, with whom we are speaking and talking about his new album. And the uh, Jan Michael, you mentioned the very unique thing that you have done with this album, and that is to take flutes from various flute makers around the country and use a different flute for each song. Now, knowing that you write these songs as well, how how did how did the process work where you got a flute from a particular maker and uh, put a song with it? Did the, I, I guess it's a uh, chicken or the egg question. Yeah, which came first, the uh, the song or the flute? How did you how did you come up with the final product? Um, it actually was the a combination of both. Sometimes it would be it would be the flute sometimes it would be the uh the song that would come first it, it all depended on when the inspiration hit and, and how, how did you how did you come up with the the concept for the song now you explained the very the very beautiful and sad story about uh, about butterfly dreams which we just heard uh how did you come up with the uh with the thematic uh message of each song um it was all tied into the to the project itself so um it, the, the whole project was a vision um that really had multiple layers of expressions. I, I, you know, the Native American flute is just such a beautiful instrument and it's so widely available. And it had a renaissance in the 1980s with Carlos Nakai, who really laid the groundwork for many flutists. And then since that time, we've just had, you know, literally hundreds, if not a thousand recording artists with the instrument. And for a while, the trend was to try to take it into other genres. And I was part of that trend. Uh, I took the flute into rock just last year. I won best pop album of the year for a flute performance on right. Felipe Rosa. So right. I've done a lot. I've taken that flute into all these different genres and, and, but I see that that has been the trend and there's almost like this. People have lost their palate for the, for the, you know, in general, I, it seems to me that, the genre has kind of lost its palette for the fine mastery and nuances that the instrument can give in a solo type performance. And so all the songs were born out of that, you know, and they're all tied to that. And then the inspirations came in many different ways. It was an amazing experience. The flutes were coming and sometimes the flutes would write the song for me. Douglas Thunderhorse's flutes on the project, every one of his flutes wrote those songs. And then other flutes would come and I would already have the melody kind of in expectation of that flute from another source of inspiration. But it, it was a huge, huge undertaking. And there's a video can, on my website that, that, that kind of embodies it. I can imagine it was quite an undertaking. For those of you listeners who aren't aware and maybe may remember the time frame involved, uh, Jen Michael mentioned that he did the flute with uh, Felipe Rose last year. And for those of you who aren't aware, Felipe Rose was the Indian in the, the village people. And uh, he has a very colorful story of his own. If you're, uh, if you're into the history of, uh, of the artists, 
there's another artist who's, uh, whose story you might be interested in looking up. And uh, John, John Bon Jovial, you look like you have something to say. Well, I just, uh, I'm wondering more than anything else, uh, Jan Michael, if, if you come up with a concept for a melody, a tune, a song, call it what you will, and you, you write this down, you're playing this in your head, it sounds great, and then you lay down the track using one of your flutes and you listen back, uh, and then you realize this is not the song, this is not something for a flute. Have you ever had that experience? And if so, what measures did you take? Um, yeah, I, I actually did. And, and sometimes, you know, I'm a multi-instrumentalist, so some of my songs are guitar and vocal, you know, and uh, like that. So. And, and have you... Have you ever done anything where, nah, this isn't going to work out. I don't know why I'm doing this. And then you listen back to it, and it's like a eureka moment where you, you know, it's just you've blown yourself away because you did something you didn't expect to do. Yeah, that happens to me every day. <laughs> you're, a, you're a fortunate <laughs> man. Like, that, I'm, I'm usually, uh, I'm not very confident, usually. So um, I just seem to like, if I empty, I focus on trying to empty my cup and my vessel. And I do that through exercise and having time to meditate and, and going out and, and clearing my mind. And, and once I can do that, when my cup is empty, all the creativity pours in. And then the songs write themselves. And I, I, I just sometimes feel like I'm, outside looking in kind of amazed at what just happened that happens to me a lot i think that's i think that's a a testament to your talents the fact that not only do you have those moments of epiphany but the fact that you're able to recognize them you can sense that hey this isn't just something that didn't work this is something that has turned around and offered me a different opportunity that i wasn't expecting and uh, i i think that's a, a very important thing and you're very very fortunate to be able to have that talent in addition to the ability to put your thoughts uh, down in music Jan Michael, tell us about this next track we're going to play, Lone Crow. Uh, Lone Crow is an amazing, amazing song uh, by a man named Douglas Thunderhorse, an elder master flute maker who um, lost a friend named Leonard Lone Crow, who was his elder. And he, he made this flute just to play this beautiful song for his friend. And he had this flute. It was his flute. Um, and it's a crow and it's kind of in an, almost a Northwestern and Southwestern themed, beautiful native, native design with a crow, uh, head on the end of it, um, all carved. So Douglas was compelled to give me that flute for the album. I didn't ask for it. He just gave it to me and his heart was telling him to, and, when he gave it to me, he sent me a video of him playing the song that he had wrote for his friend. And so I, with Douglas's permission, I, I, uh, this, this melody that's on the album was actually written by Douglas Thunderhorse, and I, I recorded it. I played it in the studio. It's a beautiful song. Beautiful. 
beautiful Jan Michael Looking Wolf from his newest album, Beautiful. This is Lone Crow.
John Michael Looking Wolf from his new album, Beautiful. John Michael is here with us today, and we're enjoying talking with him about his album and the concept that went into it and the, the unique concept of playing a different flute from various uh, flute makers around the country and uh, using a different flute for each song, which actually helped create the individual song that, uh, that you're listening to. Jan Michael, uh, tell us how you finally put this project together. You mentioned the fact that it's been a rather Herculean effort, that it was a, a major effort. And how did, how did you finally put the finishing touches? We understand the flutes and how you drew from each the song that you play. What were the final finishing touches? Um, it was just the finishing touches for this album were that I, I, I invested in a studio, professional grade studio for, for my house. And I actually own my own, I actually own my own studio now and I finished the album in my studio. And awesome. that was, I really, cause the Native American flute has its own unique set of frequencies and um, its own unique sound waves and its own unique um, elements, um, very different than other instruments. So I've worked with producers from Sony. I've been blessed to work with producers across the country on different projects. And every single time I do, they have to learn. They have a learning curve about the instrument on how to record it. Understandable. So finally, I was just, you know, really searching for a way to better uh, for me to have more beauty in my life. And I really, I made a good decision, you know, to put that studio in. And you, you can hear, um, I, out of respect, I won't say which ones they are, but but the tracks that I recorded at home, um, all the tracks on this album are, are great, but the tracks, you know, technically, but the tracks that are I recorded at home are very, it almost sounds like the flute's right next to you. And so in, in moving forward, I will be producing myself for my Native American flute-based albums. I'm working on my new one already for next year and um, working on a lot of media right now for Beautiful. Um, what really also brought, brought this project together um, was video uh, that goes along with the album, which is amazing. Um, there's a video on my website of all the flute makers because um, it's really about them. It's about honoring them and bringing attention back to, you know, because without their flutes, we wouldn't be here. You know, I can sure. hear the flute, but, but you wouldn't want to hear it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I can understand that the, that the art of flute making is just exactly that. It's an art, and uh, we appreciate that. As we appreciate you coming here and sharing with us, I'm going to start the final song now so that we have a minute or so to wrap up afterwards so you can tell people about your site, how they find you online, and, and also, most importantly, how they can get the album. So if you would, in the 30 seconds or so, tell us about this final tune we're going to play, Ancient Winds. Ancient Winds is another rising moon flute. It actually has a million-year-old fossil in the wood of the flute. Um, and I shot a music video for Ancient Winds down at the river by where my great-grandfather signed the, the treaty for the tribe. Um, it really is, it's, it's a contemporary melody, but you'll hear on the second part, I'm playing a tribal rattle, but I'm also using the flute for percussion. Um, just, I, it's one of my favorite songs. Let's listen. 
Jan Michael Looking Wolf from his new album, Beautiful. This is Ancient Winds.
That's Ancient Winds from the album Beautiful by Jan Michael Looking Wolf, who has spent the uh, better part of the last hour sitting with us and talking about the album. Jan, Jan Michael, we want to thank you so much for sharing the album with us and uh, giving us the honor to uh, be able to share it with our listeners. Yeah, thank you both. For, uh, it's been amazing. Thanks for having me again. And I love your show. I love what you do. And, uh, you know, ultimately what beautiful means is that, um, you know, to find ourselves, to find our feelings, find ways to express them and to love ourselves, you know, not try to conform or, or be what someone else wants us to be, to just be who we are. For example, you know, I teach a lot of people uh, how to play music. Some are Native American, some are not. And um, that's great. You know, I, I tell my students, find their expressions. It's good to enjoy each other's cultures and learn from each other's ways, but it's also good just to be confident in who we are and our feelings and realize that our feelings are important because they're important. You don't have to earn that. You don't have to have a law that says that. We don't have to have a president that tweets that we're that we're important, you know, we're, we're right. important because the, because the creator made what made us important. The creator right. made us beautiful. And that's what this album is about. It's an Amory Conflude album, but it's really an album that transcends, you know, that idea for all people because all of us on Mother Earth have an indigenous ancestor somewhere. I hope, unless I'm talking to a couple of aliens. I, I don't know about John Bon Jovi, but... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> John, you wanted to jump in here. Yeah, well, other than my legendary <laughs> status, yeah. <laughs> um, if you give me the, if you give me the bon Spock Joe. sign, if you give me the Spock sign right now, but no, live seriously. Long and prosper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, live long and prosper. But no, that, but that's what it's about, guys, and and, you know, I just, I do feel blessed to be able to do this. And, and for me, it's all about music medicine and ways to get it to people. And it's not always easy. Well, it's not we, always an easy path. We feel blessed in having you come on the show. Uh, one of the well, things thank you guys that so I, much. Oh yeah. One of the things that I wanted to ask you the last time you were on, and I think because of time constraints, I just was not able to get to it. And we got a few minutes to kill here. Uh, what uh, of which Native American tribe are you a member of? Because this is something that I don't think our our listeners know, but I think they'd like to know. I'm a Kalapuya, Saniam Kalapuya Indian of uh, Willamette Valley, Oregon. Um, my my confederated tribes is made up of over 27 tribes in Oregon, and they had of all these different, not just Kalapuyas, but all these different people, and they had 14 million acres originally. And then um, they were down, and after the Congress passed the Indian Termination Act in 1954, they ended up down with just like a couple acres at a cemetery. Before mm. that, when they marched into the reservation, they traded that, well, they were forced off those 14 million acres to a 60,000 acre reservation in the mid 1800s. And by 1954, all we had was our cemetery. And then Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan signed us back into restoration in 1983. So I actually live in the homelands. You know, they're still our homelands. They may not be owned by the tribe. We, we have about 15,000 acres now. But I actually live right in the homelands of my, of my people. Um, you know, That's it's wonderful. Beautiful, it's it beautiful is. to live here. Are, are you uh, associated uh, or affiliated at all with the Warm Springs Indian Reservation? 
uh, we're over here in Western Oregon, and Warren Springs is in Eastern Oregon. Right. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're right. in they're in Oregon, but they are a different tribe. I got um, a job our, offer. Our, our folks here. Uh huh. Other other side of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, I got a job offer there. Oh, oh my God, it's got to be like thirty. 33, no, 34 years ago uh, at uh, the uh, the radio station and that uh, was on the reservation there. And I, and I went out there. It was absolutely gorgeous. But um, I, I knew that it just it wasn't going to be for us because, well, it wasn't going to be for us because there was no way that my wife wanted to live in the middle of the desert like that. So because it wasn't for her, I guess it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know the still there, you, you know, you know that radio station is still there and they're kicking. Oh you know, yeah, they, they yeah they 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 call me from time to time, so they're still doing their thing. It was awesome. a great station, and I just kicked myself for turning the job down. But yeah, it really was. It was. Uh, uh, but if it, you would have done that, I probably wouldn't be talking to you today, though. That's right. So no, no, That's no, no, you did right. <laughs> Jen, Michael, Looking Wolf, we want to thank you once again for sharing your afternoon with us and sharing your beautiful new album, which coincidentally is named Beautiful. Tell the folks where they can find you online, your website, and most importantly, of course, how they can get this great album. Well, the, my, looking, my website's lookingwolf.com. And they can get all my music from that one location, uh, many links. Um, all my music is distributed at 60, 60 different download um, sites. Um, it's also found on streaming sites, but you got to be careful because the streaming sites sometimes may not have my newest work. It takes a while to get there. I mean, I know Beautiful right. is not quite to the streaming yet. But um, YouTube's a good place to look for me. Just t- type in Jam Michael Looking Wolf. Check out my YouTube channel. I've got lots of videos there. Um, hundreds of music videos and then um, iTunes and uh, my favorite place to find my music because I think it's just the most convenient and the most versatile is CD Baby CDbaby.com forward slash Jan Michael Looking Wolf look me up there and you'll find beautiful right there right now it's actually there so. Thank you so much, Jen Michael Looking Wolf. And you be sure and look us up and come back and see us. We always got a place for you. You're part of the family now, and we look forward to having you come back and see us anytime. Well, I'm so honored. Thank you, guys. And uh, you take really good care. And, brother, I'll send you things as I record them. You know you're in my inner circle. I'll keep you updated on what's going on. I appreciate and it. And we love, we love hearing from you. Thank you again, and our best to your people from us. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jan Michael Looking Wolf, his latest album, Beautiful, Jam Bon Jovial. Yes. Take us home. Okay. Hey, folks, you've done it again. You've spent another perfectly good hour listening to the David Bowers Awards, and we are just so grateful that you have done that. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, Cloud and all the other places where you might find your favorite podcasts. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to keep up with 
all the happenings here at the show and all the people that make news with us. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturdays, 12 p.m. That's 12 noon Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers and Nick the Geek, our wonderful engineer, this is the legendary John Bon Jovial saying thank you so much for joining us. Love everybody, love one another, and we'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. <laughs>